Well, Erica, this is awesome. Thank you. Thank you for second repeat guest because yes. you came on a while ago. But um, let's talk about the presentation, team speed training. Oh, we're going to give a 15-minute masterclass on the team speed training presentation. So it, it was an interesting presentation. I, I figured there would be a packed house because everyone wants, wants to learn speed training for, sure. for soccer players. But I think everyone's minds were a little bit blown yeah. because it was like the opposite of what they've always been told on how to develop speed. So the whole point of the presentation was we need to be training soccer players speed off the ball. Right. Especially if we want to give their central nervous system a top end speed stimulus. Because now like the the perspective has shifted to do the fitness with the ball, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's it, I fight it all the time well, with the, soccer coaches. Because yes, because like when I was growing up it was fitness without the ball. College, fitness with the ball. Now I'm realizing and I heard this a while ago, but it was like think about the game, you're not on the ball all the time, right? Well, that too. Yeah, so it, it's so interesting. So in soccer, you're, you have the ball at your feet for just like a tiny percentage of right. the game. But it's also interesting because you're doing a max sprint, also like right. less than 3% of the game. But when those sprints happen, they're game changing. Sure. So it's the difference between scoring a goal and not scoring. So we have to train top end speed. And the only way to really raise the ceiling on our players' mile per hour number is to do it off the ball, running in a straight line. Because the stimulus we want is we want to stimulate the central nervous system to fire fast. So our, our speed work is going to be less than six seconds of effort, yeah. and it's reaching over 20 meters because that's when we hit top end speed. Yeah. And I think what really got people in this presentation is how long you're resting in a speed session. It's not busy work. Right. We're not doing conditioning or aerobic fitness. We're going all out, and then we need to rest and recover so that we can right. go all out again. That's how the nervous system works. Isn't it like, I think I saw this back when I was really heavy into the research, I saw it took like seven or eight minutes for the whole like mitochondria to reset, and I don't know if you take that long, but like yes, a full over five max, minutes. Yeah, full max yes. sprint to recover is over five minutes as well. Yes. As well. And it's it's interesting because when you introduce a young soccer player to true speed training for the first time and you have them do that max effort sprint, they are so gassed after that sprint that they should need that five minute rest. Right, right. Like you should be so out of breath and like your nervous system has completely exhausted itself. Mm. So you have to take the time to chill out. And yeah. if you even line up on the line again within a 90 second rest, mm. you're not going to go as fast right. as you can. Right. And I think that's where people in the presentation audience got a little tripped out because yeah. Everyone's so impatient, sure. and we always want to be like making our players work. Right. But speed's right. the speed's like the opposite of that. Yeah. Like when you look at a speed session, you should be standing around most of the right. time. Right. And I have lost so much money and clients really? because of it. Because wow. I'm not trying to put a show on right. a show in my speed training, cool. and I really want to develop this skill. And doesn't doesn't that one that lead to higher injury risk rate? Just like max sprint, one minute rest. Okay, max sprint. You're constantly doing. Does, does that lead to to higher injury risk at least? Um. Well, so we can do like um, 
like a one-to-one work to rest like 60 seconds on 60 seconds off but that's like more conditioning or like your uh, anaerobic capacity whereas like speed is its own energy system yeah so it's the the phosphagen energy system and it's only about those six seconds or less bouts of effort yeah and yeah it's like honestly like if you're doing a max speed sprint it's probably one of the best hamstring strengthening exercises you can do for sure more than like nordic ham curls yeah yeah that's um the soccer community loves their nordic yeah yeah that's what um that's what i've been like thinking over just like as i think about it more and more and try to like you know just think about injury so we had four acls this year so i'm like always thinking about where can we go and and i just think i'm like wait a minute like the best Hamstring, and like I think I've heard a couple of people talk about it too. The best hamstring exercise is sprinting. Like I love that. I love that because it's so simple, but it's like it's so simple that people don't. I think want to want to admit that it works. Like you know, because I feel like there's a lot of coaches that are looking for the next secret, the next best thing. Yeah. But it's just like on some sprints, like that's that's a max effort hamstring movement, right? Like yeah, um, absolutely, and. Um, I think like our, our youth players, like a lot of coaches will get scared because they're like, well, if we're like warming up with like speed work and sprints, aren't they gonna like get hurt or like pull muscle? Don't we need a warm up before that? But that's like where our like our explosive jump drills come in. That's that's the warm up. That's yeah. getting the nervous system excited. It's getting the blood flowing and, and the heart rate going. And that's enough to prepare and build up to that that longer top end speed sprint. And a lot of our girls were we're not building their muscle tissue to be able to tolerate high loads because practices are mainly like small sided games. They're never reaching that distance. They're not training the hamstrings. It's like more quad dominant. And if we just add in, I call it like the vaccine of hamstrings is sprinting. If we just add that in, we're preparing them for these actions in the game while also getting them faster. Right. It's like, right. why wouldn't you do it? Exactly. And yeah. I still get pushed back. Interesting. Yeah, that's it. It's wild. And I'm like, well, you guys can stay slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can stay slow. That's fine. Do you incorporate any overspeed training into your practices? Yeah, so with my with my older girls, we'll do a lot of like downhill running yeah. with the wind. Those have been really beneficial, and um, we'll sometimes go on like a track in spikes yeah. to increase that speed even more. Uh-huh. I think if you're doing sprints on the grass, that's probably going to be where you're going to get like the slowest stimulus. But if it's on like turf or a track spiked up, that's yeah. that's ideal. That's ideal. Yeah. Why? Just because like the ground contact, the surface, it's, yeah, it's, it's harder. A lot you can quicker. produce more force off it. Yeah. Absolutely. So we can we can bust the myth of sand training is, is pointless and stupid, and it doesn't help improve speed. Oh my goodness, the amount of like Wait. accounts I see with sand oh, like quote unquote speed well, training. Yeah. I'm like that's not speed training. It's not training. speed training. It's, it's slow. So, it's slow training. It's so right? slow. It's why, like aerobic. Can we talk about though, like why the how and why and how different surfaces play play a role in speed training? Yeah, so I mean, if we're just talking about sand training, speed is all about fast ground contact and vertical force production, and the sand just slows all that down, and it like... Right, because your feet just sink in. Yeah, yeah. and it's like your ground contact is like just, yeah, it's like sinking in the sand, and it's just, it's not fast enough to train the nervous system, and it always comes back to the, the central nervous system, so I think 
training on turf and grass is, is your best bet. Yeah. Obviously, timing everything so that mm. you're going as fast as possible and you're right. competing and the drill stays intense. But I just laugh because it's it sounds so simple, yeah. and it is, yeah. but people don't stick with simple. Like, they, yeah, they I, just want complex. My favorite quote, I think Russell Wilson tweeted it before he got really bad at football or something, but it was, don't get bored with consistency. And I loved it. I loved it. It was like, you know, it makes so much sense. It's like the simple things are always going to be the ones that work. Um, it is. It's so true. And I, like even athletes who like slowly microdose sprint work, yeah. even just like one to two times a week for six to eight weeks time, you can get that athlete to improve by one mile per hour top yeah. end speed, which is That's, powerful that in is soccer. Very fast. That's too. like yeah. the difference between like blasting past the defender yeah. and scoring a goal. So it's like, why not be consistent with that? But people don't want to rest long, mm-hmm. and they don't want to do less than six seconds of work and then stand around. And right. hey, that's fine. You're missing out. <laughs> yeah. So you did you receive a lot of pushback at first? I actually didn't. You didn't. Okay, Everyone, so people people were just like my Twitter blew they, up. After did it? The oh, nice. So it's a good, so it's probably a good thing, right? Like yeah. you know, people are starting to understand. Hey, look at this simple concept that yes. we didn't discover, but it's been here all along, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. I think the the biggest pushback I got was everyone was like, "Well, what do you mean we don't do a dynamic warm up and we replace with jumps yeah, and mechanics yeah. and sprints?" Right. And I'm like, "Well, what's your dynamic warm up accomplishing? Your players right. aren't even stretching. They're going through the freaking motions." Yeah. Their high knee drills look like a jog. So what's that benefiting? <laughs> right, right. Like, yeah, you're getting the heart rate up, but let's get the heart rate up while also training explosiveness yeah. and improving our players. Yeah. And then everyone just shut up from there. But like, right, right. <laughs> I, I, I understand the concern of coaches, mm-hmm. but we've seen a lot of success, not just with getting our players faster, but we've had no issues with hamstring moves. Yeah because we're getting them into these positions that are preparing them. Right. <laughs> Listen, that was 10 minutes. Oh you got to get running. That was that a 10-minute master class. That was awesome. We're awesome. going to cut it there because I loved it. I, I really, truly believe it's 10 minutes of great information. Thank so you thank so you. much. No, Shortest podcast you. ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>